Hi, and welcome to 27 Talks. I am with my good friend Paige today, and I'm so excited to have her on with me today. And we get to talk a little bit about social media with her. And welcome, Paige. Tell me a little Hi. bit about who you are. Yeah. So as Amber said, my name is Paige. Um, what I do is I am the social media and community manager at Forest Lawn Software. Um, I've been there for about two years now. I love it so much. This is actually my first industry related job. So um, being part of this community, I say this, if you have ever seen my Facebook profile in salon industry groups, you will know that I say this through and through. I'm in those groups because I truly wanna connect with you guys and this community is beautiful. And this time might not be the best time, but it is a time that we can use social media to connect and help each other out. So that's why I'm in those groups. I might not know as much as you guys know as salon owners or salon managers, but I am always available through Forest DM or private message on Facebook. Um, I don't normally answer my own Facebook messages because I'm so involved in the Forest social media. So the easiest way to reach me is through there, but I love connecting with you guys. You are so incredible, and I feel like our connection when we actually, we, funny enough, we truly actually met through social media, which is, <laughs> I love that just like a happy irony with it, but you and I connected through social media, um, through the salon, through Salon 27's page, and we've been um, part of the Forest family for a while, and the first time that I got a chance to go out of um, state for a forest event, I finally got to meet you in Chicago. Yes. And uh, we were able to connect there after kind of chatting back and forth through social. And it's been such an incredible honor to get to know you and um, get that relationship kind of more locked in in the way that we've been able to connect not only I mean the list is long right of all the things that we've been able to do together I'm so grateful and every time I get to see you and um, connect and pick your brain I always just get such inspiration and it makes me feel that you know like you said you're not like behind the chair so to speak but like you're a driving force of what is good and positive in this community and in this industry and that needs to be celebrated and I can shout it from the rooftops more. I think you're incredible. I think so. you're incredible. I well, never didn't say cool. this, but we met because her social media was amazing. Her oh. social posts, her grid. I was like, I need to tell her that what she's doing is amazing. So I did. And she was the first salon we actually did an Instagram takeover with. So we have paused that for the moment being because we're not in the salon right now. Yeah. But when we are back in, that is something that we are going to restart up because my favorite thing is seeing your work because I can't be in, in your salon. I can't be in a salon every day, but I love giving you guys the opportunity to share your knowledge. Um, so Amber was the first one to do that. And well, with the help of you and Gabe, you guys helped me and Gabe, for anybody who doesn't know, Gabe Williams is my longtime friend and um, most treasured support in terms of navigating through what 
uh, social media that I, I have challenges with. So between you and Gabe, you guys get me where I need to be. But um, I will tell you, though, the second you guys start the um, Instagram takeover, like when those doors come open, like sign me up. I will like I will take over if you need to and show all the cool things that we're doing behind the chair once this thing is whatever it's going to look like moving forward. So I know we've got a lot of challenges that we're all um, navigating our way through. And again, it's, it's about the support from people like you individually, equally with Forrest, who's a great support for what this industry desperately needs right now. Um, and that's all comprised of amazing people just like yourself. But I know that right now with all of us being away from each other, um, you know, social distance is how it's just the name of the game right now. It just has to be that way. And yet we still are longing for that connectivity. And I know so many of us are finding that in social media. Um, and be it that this is your forte, I really wanted to get some advice and some suggestions and your input on really how to stay connected during social distancing with social media right now. Yeah, definitely. So I think social media... I always have thought social media is a great tool. If you use it wisely, um, it can be very negative on your body, on your mind, on the way that your outlook on the world as well. But I think right now everyone is using it as positively as they can. And I think that's the beauty in social media right now. Um, and I'm looking at all aspects of being social online. So this in includes Zoom chats and this includes Zoom meetings. So it is important, even if you're, you can't be with your staff right now or your team right now, it's important to still connect via a video call. But when it comes to social media, I think connecting with your clients is also a, so important too. And you can do it so easily by sending out an email and saying, hey, we're going to be on live every Wednesday on social media and we want you to join us. So it's as easy as sending out a free email and I, I'm telling you, your clients want to see your name in their inbox. It's not a bother to them. If you send out an email once a week, just keeping them updated, keeping your salon top of mind, that's also a social connection. Um, it's an online connection that you should be having. Um, and then you can bring it to Instagram and you can grab more followers that way and get your clients to really engage with you because you might not be putting out the content that they are used to seeing, but to be real right now, that's what everyone wants to see. They want to see what is your life like at home? What are you doing? How are, like, how are you doing? Um, and it's okay to not, to be honest and say, we're not doing too well. There are good days and there are bad days and your clients are having those good days and bad days too. So they, you're not just their hairstylist or someone they go to to get their nails done. Um, you are also their friend. They choose to go back to you every two months, every three months, every three weeks, because you're almost like their therapist as well. So they're missing that part of you. I think it's so true. Like you said, just the connectivity, whether it be a good day or a bad day, 
Gosh, that's exactly what we experience in the salon when the clients are in our chair, regardless of what this circumstance is right now. You, we've all been there where a client comes in and she or he has just had the hardest day ever and they're there to check in with you and you to provide care and service and make them feel something different. And sometimes that power that's there is so tangible and it's sad right now that we can't have that tangible but at the same time having those check-ins like you just said a great post or like oh my gosh I can see so-and-so made this for dinner that looks incredible like I didn't want to eat two hours ago because I was feeling so depressed but now I would like that looks great or whatever lighthearted or real and deep and emotive it's that that connection is really important inside and then equally even more so outside of the salon I couldn't agree with you agree with you more and I think that um I mean in terms of other songs that you've worked with what are some of the most creative ways that you're seeing um people really connecting and reaching out to say hey we're still here um and getting their clients to um engage with them have you seen anything that just off the top of your mind yeah, so um, number one, I do want to say that I have seen so many of our clients step out of their shells right now because social media might not be top of your mind as a salon owner or a salon manager because you might be having um, someone at your front desk doing it. Um, you might just have the pictures in your portfolio. Like you might say like, hey, send me a picture of one client that you have come in so I can post it to my social media and you kind of create a schedule. You don't have that right now. So stepping out of your shell and becoming the focal point of your business is really important. So I've seen a lot of that. So I go live, I try to go live once or twice a week and I try to get my clients, our our clients to come on with me. So when I'm live, I'm like, Hey, I'm going to be on here for 20 minutes. I'm going to be working away. But if I see a request pop up, we're going to join and we're going to have a real conversation when I've done that. Because when my, when I do that, our clients' clients get notifications, so they, they pop on. And they're like, oh, I miss seeing your face. I've heard this story probably about five times so far about clients that are now going live to speak to their clients because from that, from the live that they had with me, they're like, can you please do more of this? We miss you, we miss you. Like you don't, I, and I don't know, I feel like I just preach it so much that I feel like people should know it, but people don't like our clients don't know that are that their clients you keep using the word clients and I feel like this is <laughs> not fine. making any sense. But I get um, no, I get it. Yeah. I, it's it's hard when I'm asking you to like okay, we're talking to stylists, but your clients are typically the salon itself. And yeah. so in all fairness, and this is in, in real talk and full disclosure, is that you know I worked in nursing for like five years before I did hair and I've been doing hair a long time so it was a long time ago sometimes today still I'll be like oh um your patient's here (laughs) so listen (laughs) that's a farther stretch like yours passable (laughs) but to answer your question I think the most creative thing um it goes along the lines of stepping on the show is tiktok tiktok is seriously yeah Yes. I um, made an account for Forrest, have yet to post anything, but all the clients that are on there, I love 
what they are doing. It's a quick 15 second funny update video. Let them know that you're real, that like I'm sitting at home personally watching TikTok all the time. And it's so easy to just fall down that rabbit hole. It's so easy. So. Um, I yeah. love it. I haven't had the courage yet to do it. I have a lot of friends that have, I've been getting the, you know, notices that they've, they're up and live on TikTok. Um, but yeah, talk about a rabbit hole and you're totally right. Like you, it's so fun and it really is kind of a nice way to engage um in something so in almost a surreal way because I've seen stuff from people I'm not even couldn't even imagine that like prior to COVID that they would do something like that and yeah. it's so fun and so acceptable and it puts a smile on your face and yeah I think that's pretty cool that's really cool and bravo and a nice round of applause seriously to every single person who has stepped out of their comfort zone because it's not easy it really isn't and I think that to a degree it's almost like I'll just use myself as an example as like desperate times call for desperate measures I miss my clients so much so I really have been putting myself out there in, in different ways that is uncomfortable um, it doesn't come naturally and that's why it's uncomfortable but truthfully the response back is it is always welcomed with like, you know, a heart emoji or a text waiter saying, it was so good to see you. And like you said, I miss your face. And, um, but it's not easy to do, but I do think it's great encouragement and a big round of applause for everyone who's at least just trying to find a way to connect. Cause really at the end of it all, we're just humans who really want to be around each other. And I think that these strategies are, are good to, give that positivity and connectivity for sure. Well, other than um, TikTok, which is relatively new, is there anything new that you've seen um, in terms of social media platforms? And again, in creative ways that, that what is kind of like quarantine is demanded and equally salon closures have demanded salons to do that are kind of new and innovative. Yeah. Um... So other things that I've definitely noticed on social media um, that a lot of the industry has been doing are creative ways to um, kind of reach your clients is they've been starting an IGTV series. Um, so it's not a new thing, but we have, everyone has so much time right now, or we keep saying it, but every day goes by really fast for me. Isn't but that I keep the saying truth? <laughs> Yeah, no, I keep saying, I'm like, but we have so much time right now. And like, but every day just seems to end really quickly. I'm like, Ugh. yeah. But, anyways, we say it. So some, somehow we all believe it that we have so much time right now. So, Instagram TV series, I think, is a really great way that people are reaching um, their clients because it's a longer video, but you don't have to do more than like five minutes or it just has to be over 60 seconds. So it gets off your grid and into the IG TV um, platform. And they've done it on their retail products. They've done tutorials. They'll do um, kind of like a Q&A session. So they'll put a question up on their story, uh, one of those little question boxes and say, ask me a question and I'll answer them. So they'll probably collect around five to eight and answer them in a five minute video. I think that's a very creative way to kind of be front and center 
in front of your clients. Uh, it goes back to the, they miss your face. They do miss hearing you talk. They want that connection with you just as much as you want to have that with them. Um, and it's something that many people wouldn't even have dreamed of starting before, like getting in front. Like if you start this now and you start this habit right now, um, it could develop when doors reopen, you could still feel the, not obligation, because it's not an obligation at all. You could feel, um, I guess, the desire to continue to do it. Um, and you won't be nervous about it. You'll actually probably feel even better because you'll get to see those clients again. And they'll be giving you real feedback in person. Absolutely. I think that's a great, a great tip and great advice. I feel like too, you're right. We, we say we have a lot of time right now and, and it does. It's like the days are like the week is long, but the days are sh like short. Like, I, I don't know how it's like fun up to sundown. I'm like, Oh, it's already over, but, and I didn't get the checklist done that I needed to get done, but all right, well, there's tomorrow. We'll handle it again. But I do think that because we don't have the pressure of like next client's going to be here in 15 minutes and I haven't finished this quick tutorial behind the chair, you do have more time to kind of set up, plan, find a quiet space at home, get your phone out, get whatever products you're going to focus on and do kind of like a few takes and get comfortable with it. I know for me, that's what I've been doing. And thank you for being like, involved with this today because this is part of it too it is getting I talk to people all the time you know in the salon but it's a very different thing you know being in front of a camera is very different taking a photo of either your product or a style that you did on yourself to demonstrate or to just put your voice out there is that first step is hard to do but this is the right bubble to try to do it in because you kind of have endless time to be able to like, I didn't like that one, dump it and try again. Or that one didn't work, but people really wanted to know more about whatever like step B would be. So I think it's a good time to trial, much to your point. And then once we're out of whatever this is, as we move forward, um, yeah, that maybe the habit will be there and that people will still crave more of that I do want to know more from so-and-so and, and following through with that. I think that would be really cool. And some of these things are going to stick too. I really believe it. Like yeah. Zoom, I think it's going to stick more. Yeah. Not that like every corporate America job, like everybody knew Zoom, but it's like every stylist in the, in the U.S. right now, like, oh, there's this thing called Zoom. We can Zoom our you know, employees and team members and all that, but it's new to us. And I think that it's going to stay around too. And I think too, our clients want to see more of engaging even with them too. Have you seen any of that? Like not only just with like the live stuff, but you know, salons who have been trying to reach out either via zoom or, or FaceTime, have you heard or seen any of those instances um, of connectivity? So yeah, I've, I've heard a lot of clients. Um, I've been getting a lot of DMS, about clients actually doing that, reaching out. Um, so not to plug this, but we do 30 days to grow, which is just 30 tasks that are pretty easy. Um, yeah. But this year we've done a quarantine edition. So it's all tasks you can do from home with your, your team as well via Zoom conversations. Really um, great. And I love it. We're participating yeah. and we love it. 
but like one of those um, days we said you should phone your your most loyal clients or phone clients that had appointments, just talk to them, um, catch up with them and have that um, conversation. But we, we found a lot of people had like their cell phone numbers, right? So they were just like, oh, let me FaceTime them. So that I felt was, I was like, oh, that is actually smarter. We can actually, you can actually see your clients. So I felt like, um, yeah, I feel like people are doing that and that actually has a better um, result. Not that you're trying to get a result, but it has a real, more meaningful connection. Absolutely. And, yeah. I think that's great. You know, I think there's something to be said of like when you see somebody else smiling back at you on the other side, you're like, yeah, all right, we're, we are in this together. You know, it feels really good. So I love that. I love it. Well, um, it is going to be more exciting as these weeks come through with everyone's creativity in terms of what content they're putting out there. I'm excited to see what you guys keep providing. When I say you guys, but you, Paige, you are like the driving force of all of that, um, at least from the forest side. And oh my gosh, and you also have your own um, personal project too, Tales and Ales, which is I amazing. Do. So Thanks. you're gonna tell me a little bit about that? I I can. I know. Yeah. Will you tell everybody yeah. else about that? <laughs> so um, last year, my boyfriend and I started a dog walking, dog boarding business, and it's called Tails and Ales um, for reasons of we love dogs, but we also love beer. So my boyfriend <laughs> works. My boyfriend works nights, um, and I work during the day, so we don't get to see each other during the weeks, but when we started boarding dogs, it felt like we were almost still together. Like we had this team that, um, we had this team, what am I saying? We had this thing <laughs> that we were doing together. Um, you are so a team. He, yeah, yes, we, we are a team, yeah, we felt like, we felt like a team. Yeah. <laughs> um, we felt like we were doing it together. Like he yeah. would leave for work and there would only be like an hour or two before I came home from work. And he'd be like, I fed the dog. I took the dog out. So it felt like we had this responsibility together um, that even though I didn't get to see him during the week, I knew that he saw the dog and that I saw the dog. And it felt like we were doing something meaningful before the weekend where we could actually spend time together. Um, but unfortunately, due to the pandemic, we can't do that anymore. People are home with their dogs, which is mm -hmm. also much better. I'd rather the yeah. real humans be there walking their dog, spending time with their dog. Listen, um, dog, even dogs want to have like a play date with other humans. I mean, <laughs> you are providing not only a service for humans, but you know, it's like when the dog, like kids go to grandma's and they're so much more excited to see them. That's what you guys are. Yeah. <laughs> Those dogs are missing you. They are. Yeah. I, I hope so. <laughs> um, they are. But then we decided because we couldn't do that, we actually launched a podcast called Behind the Leash. Uh, and this is something, well, now I see Ryan all the time because um, I'm working from home. Uh, we also just moved houses. And, um, but we started Behind the Leash podcast. This was the goal of mine. Um, my 2020 goal was to start a podcast and I got him on board, which was really exciting. And we launched our first guest episode on Friday and I can't like 
I am just so happy about it. And I know it's a silly thing to be happy about. Like, it's just like, okay, I started a podcast. I'm like, but it was our first guest episode. So it was episode number three. And um, in that episode, our guest actually said, it's really important to celebrate the little successes. Um, and I also now, I wrote that down in my journal and I think it's really important. And I continue to tell anyone I see that it is important to celebrate the little successes. So even if it's you jumping on an Instagram live and it's your first time and you're like, oh, I had four viewers, you had four viewers, like right? be excited about it. Like totally. it might, it's your first time on, you had four, I had, I think the first day I launched our first podcast, I think I was the only one that listened to it. I think we had one listen, <laughs> pretty sure it was me, <laughs> but we have many more listeners now. Um, and I think it's just important to celebrate the little little successes. So kind of bringing it full circle. Social media is scary. I can tell you when I decided to take um, it on as a career, I was like, I will never do a live. I will never get in front of the camera. It's about the brand. It's not about me. I'm just the person posting. And then when I got the job at Forest, they're like, you're going to do lives, right? You're going to do videos, right? And I was like, me? <laughs> I, my camera roll was full. The first time I had to do a video, my camera roll was full of selfie videos. Full. Guys, I tell you now, if I wanted to post a video right now, I would do it in this shirt looking like this. And I'm just like, hey guys, it's Paige. And then I just post. I don't even rewatch it. Whatever I said, that's what it is. So. So good. And you're gorgeous and smart and it's glowing and all. And it just, it's, that but it's you and your natural like all of your goodness just pours out in in that selfie it just does it oh. just totally does and I think having that fearlessness of it and just like it is what it is you know and yeah. and I think that's fantastic it's great it's great advice and I think too like you're behind the leash and then and equally with what you do like professionally in terms of for industry both of those really, truly comes from the same place. It's just that connectivity. It's just connectivity. And it's nice, I guess, you can find a niche to just use this time to find a way to connect through a hobby or some type of outlet or a great cause, much like you're doing for your behind the leash. Then more power to you. Go down that route. Or if you're just going to focus on having your brand and your salon staying as strong as you possibly can through this, then take those steps and take the leaps, put yourself out there. And I know that Paige, you've encouraged me in so many ways for so long that we've known each other. I mean, we haven't known each other like terribly long, but long enough to I feel like we've known each other for a really long time. I feel like we had that instant connection. I was like, this is going to be, yeah. Whenever yeah, you can't, you I can't see you at an me. event. <laughs> nope. <laughs> you can't take me. <laughs> no, we we were we definitely became friends really quick and and I, but honestly props to you for giving myself and then anybody else who gets a chance to know you the self-confidence to say like I can do this too. And you give those very gentle but like yeah, you should do it. Like, don't second guess yourself. You should do it. And it's very infectious. And so I think that 
much to your point of celebrate even just the little things. And honestly, if it's one stylist that gets to see this or one salon owner that gets to see this today, then you know what, if it made them smile and made them feel connected, then we're totally doing something right. And it's totally worth it because it is just, it just takes one to connect. It's just one. So it does. And I think you're incredible. Thank you for talking about social media with me, but I have some fun pop-up questions for you. Okay. I would say it's not trivia. It's not too hard. They're all about you. Okay. Dun, dun, dun. All right. Your favorite personal social media activity. My favorite. If you already talked about it, that's fine. You can circle back if you. Um, But like when you pick up your phone and you want to go to social, like what's your favorite thing to do? Okay. My favorite thing to do is to get onto my personal Instagram account, which does not happen often, believe it or not because I love my job to the moon and back and around the universe. And I sometimes find myself scrolling through forest feed more than my own. So when I get the opportunity to scroll through my own and actually see what my friends are doing, I love that. And then my, I guess like what I hate to admit is I love TikTok, but it is, it, as I mentioned before, it's a rabbit hole. So if, Ryan or if yeah if my boyfriend sees me on it like I sometimes I'm like slap my phone out of my hand because I won't pay attention to anything for an hour so like last night I was just in bed scrolling and he's like it's um 1 a.m and I was like oh shit <laughs> I know you don't sleep anyway though but yeah. now I know it's TikTok. Yeah. Yeah, no. well now it's because of TikTok I used to be like on I don't know what I was doing I actually was never really on my phone. TikTok has. Now you're on it all the time. Changed my life. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the my ongoing joke is how much my screen time um, percentage has increased since quarantine. Because no joke. I mean, you know me well enough to know. Like I'm behind the chair and I'm there all day long, and I never pick up my phone. The end of the day, I have like 35 text messages, and I could get get to them at nine o'clock at night. My screen time average was under 20 percent pre-quarantine less than an hour a day <laughs> wow quarantine. Wow, skyrocketed so yes put your phone in sleep or put your phone down and go to sleep i'll have yeah. make sure you get your rest <laughs> okay what's your favorite dog breed breed of dog oh my god ah, this is so tough so i am really big with adopting dogs it's my favorite dog breed is any dog that I see in a shelter but like if this breed was could be adopted because it's very rare that they are it's a Bernese Mountain Dog oh yeah so cute I know they're so cute but they also are really big they're like they're like my size so right (laughs) yeah like a human (laughs) four legs yeah (laughs) Yes, and always go to shelters. Yes, I'm not condoning anything. Yes, I just like, I let you know everyone's got a favorite. So I just wanted yeah. to know what your favorite was. They're my, um, like, if I see it on the street, I, I have to say hi. Like, I, right now I can't. I know social distancing, can't say hi. That pains me. But before that, it's like, what's your dog's name? 
<laughs> we have to be friends. I love your dog. <laughs> it's awesome. Okay, so since you've been in Philly for how long now? Um, two two years two now. Years? Okay. Um, so since then, in your two years of being in Philly, what is your favorite thing to do in Philly? My favorite thing to do is bike. Well, like what it used to be, bike to breweries. Awesome! Yeah. Like just like a brew pub crawl on a bike. Pretty much. I Pretty love much. it. That's awesome. <laughs> Such a cool city, too, to just walk and bike in. Um, it's just walking the streets in Philly. I had so much fun when we were there together and, like, so many cool spots. So, yeah, I'm sure that would be endless fun and activities on a bike for sure. Um, what's your favorite color? Blue. And why? It's a two-part question. Um, so I'm not sure exactly why, to be honest. I know when I was in kindergarten, everyone told me I should like the color pink because I was a girl and I was like, ew, I hate pink. I like blue. And then ever since that, like every room I had ever been in, the color was blue. I made, I mean, we just moved last week and Ryan already painted the bedroom blue. So I was like, it's gotta be blue. Like, I don't awesome. know. I just love it. <laughs> Listen, sometimes there's like emotional, like visual happiness, right? Like you just see a yeah. color and you're like, yeah, that's that feels like a warm blanket or that makes me smile or it's awesome. Yeah. Everything blue. I love it. Um, okay. What's the easiest thing? So staying on a positive note, what's the easiest thing um, about quarantine? Cause we know the list of hard things is really yeah. vast and long. So what's the easiest thing? The easiest thing. I find it. So, not to go off on a tangent, but it was really hard in the beginning. It was really hard in the beginning. And now I find the easiest thing is that this is easy. That if you make it easy, it is easy. So remembering that you, you can take it day by day and you don't have to be stressed. So I can, the first week when I was told I had to stay in my home, I was extremely stressed. I couldn't find a place that I felt comfortable working. Uh, I was like moving from spot to spot. But I think the easiest thing now is that this is easier than we thought it would be. I don't know if I that makes sense. It makes perfect sense. And I feel like it's just the testament to us as humans is that like when we put our mind to it and we set a routine in, we can overcome anything. We truly can. We truly can. And I think that um, those are really it's like kind of a wise take on a challenging situation, but making the best of it and then realizing that we're all strong enough to do this together, I think is phenomenal. It's so good. Um, in quarantine, because we all know how much we're cooking right now, <laughs> and I know you've moved too, so it's kind of hard because I'm sure your kitchen's been packed for a bit, but what's the most creative thing or interesting thing that you've made food-wise in quarantine? Okay, so Ryan is the cook. I didn't know he could cook before this, so that has been a huge blessing. He has no excuse not to cook now. He was um, holding out prior, is that what you're saying? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So um, he can cook. I actually started a TikTok account for him and it's called Ryan Cooks. 
Um, yeah. And so I just basically video him as he cooks and he gets annoyed, but, <laughs> um, the most creative thing that we bake that we cooked together was sweet potato stuffed with barbecue chicken. Um, really? Yeah. Like Delicious. a baked sweet potato? Yeah, baked sweet potato. Chicken. In, yeah. That so good. Crazy. That's awesome. Yeah. And then he made some was. sauce to go on top. But yeah, it was so good. That's awesome. Yeah, he's yeah. definitely creative. Oh. That's fantastic. <laughs> I feel like every meal, um, I've been joking that every meal in our household is like an episode of Chopped. Because you're like, I have these 10 ingredients that were leftovers from like three different meals. What can I repurpose them into something totally delicious that my children will eat? Yeah, that's been a challenge. <laughs> I feel like the children my, part is the challenge. <laughs> I mean, I love them. I yeah. love them to pieces. But yes, it's the challenge, especially when you make something and then you're like, all right, here's dinner. And they're like, I didn't want that. I'm like, we're in quarantine. You must eat it. I feel like how my parents were like, you won't leave this table until you finish every last bite. That's how it feels like. There weren't a pandemic. You have to eat all your food. <laughs> can, I, can I ask you a question? Yeah. So having kids during this time, what are you, what are you telling them? What I, I don't know if this is like a really deep question, but I've been wondering, like, I couldn't imagine. Yeah, it's actually, it's a really good question. Um, and I, I have to tell them both separate things because I have a five-year-old, which in his mind, this is the best thing that has ever happened to him. He does miss his friends and play dates in his kindergarten class and all that don't get me wrong but he is such a homebody that like normally taking him out to dinner like if we go to family dinner once a week or something like that he just wants to stay at home and have tomato soup and watch a show and go to bed like that's who he is um so this has not been too much of a stretch for him other than that he still has to do school and he doesn't understand why he has to do that he doesn't really grasp what colds are, viruses are, he doesn't understand much of it other than we have to stay indoors. Um, but he's willing and accepting of it because it's, it's his favorite thing to do. My other one, who's eight, Lucas, um, struggles with a lot of um, germ phobia prior to this. And so it's been very, very difficult to navigate some of his preconceived fears and worries and stressors in terms of um, the phobias that he had already had in place, that this is kind of the worst scenario that could happen to him as far as what he, um, what his fears were already in place. And so I think that he is understanding that this isn't forever and that he's understanding that the fear um, as long as he gets control of it and as long as we're safe and we have these things in place to protect us um, his fear and worry is subsided a little bit but I think we're going to navigate 
through what um, returning to the new normal is going to look like when here in our state and when we make our personal decisions of um, you know what it looks like in terms of us leaving the house um, what, what that's all going to look like I think Lucas is going to um, hit kind of a new uh, hurdle with that and how moving forward um, what's going to be his comfort level with that and so um, Chet and I are both very um, candid with him in terms of the honesty of what the information that the best information we can pull from what this looks like in terms of spread in terms of illness in terms of why it's important but the um I think the real big the thing that's the most scariest to adults I'm not sugarcoating with him but I'm not telling him its entirety of that because I don't want to have him be more fearful but let's instead focus on how we can make ourselves safe so it's been a challenge for sure but we're we do it with good intentions and navigate through the best we can and answer every question that might bubble up and and then try to put to rest some of those fears that do come up with him that are I wouldn't say I don't mean not to not to demean in any way for him but that are irrational that like if he walks outside he doesn't have to take a shower you know that sort of yeah. thing so and just kind of dampering down some of those anxieties that come up with him so that's it's been a it's been a challenge for sure he's questioning a lot in the world but he's my like philosophical one anyway so Oh, good. Yeah. So anyway, yes, that was a long-winded question, but yes, it's been interesting to say the least. But um, I want to know one more thing here. So it's blank inspires you. I think people, people inspire me. That was like the first word that came to my head, but like, I think that's true that I get a lot of my inspiration from other other people from um not that I'm copying them but like I listen to a lot of podcasts um I go on a lot of runs and walks and I take in the environment and the people around me um one of my favorite things about being part of um, forest and part of that team is that I get to learn from them and I am inspired by almost every single coworker I have, like they all are completely different, but they are all amazing too. And they all bring something different to the table. Um, so I think every day I'm inspired by people. And you inspire me too, Amber. You inspire me to no end. Absolutely. I think we're both so lucky to one have just met each other. And then two, that we both get a chance to work in these environments with such incredible, incredible people that you can't not feel passionately inspired by and in awe of the things that they can do and create. And I feel like I know your forest family is much like that and our Swan 27 family is much like that. And I think that's why we all gel so well together is that um, we all come from this place of like good and creating and inspiring and trying to to make a difference right at the end of it we yeah. all want to make a difference so definitely I think people inspire me too absolutely and I think you couldn't have said it better oh thank you 
Well, I'm so Thank grateful you. that you did this with me. I'm so happy that you asked me. I was like, um, I was a little nervous about it. because I feel like, I mean, as you saw before, I feel like I'm always asking the questions and I can't stop myself from asking questions. Um, I'm just a very curious person. Um, but uh, yeah, I had a lot of fun. I felt so comfortable on your show. I mean, obviously we're yeah. friends and I love talking with you and it, it was so nice. It was great. Oh. It was awesome. It was so, so good and so great to share some of these um, not so easy, you know, topics right now. It's hard at this moment, but like when we just get down to the nuts and bolts of just like a great conversation, it, no, it just feels like it gives room to such an intense situation and I couldn't be more and more thankful for you. I think you're amazing and thanks so much for joining me. Oh, thank right. you. Well, I'll see you soon. Okay. You be safe. Bye. Bye.